Good morning. I'm Sarah French. I'm Ben Thompson. This is WCNC Charlotte to go. Here are your top stories. Carolina school leaders asking for millions of dollars to raise teacher pay and boost school safety. The state superintendent presented her budget priorities yesterday ahead of the next school year. WCNC Charlotte's Richard Avey now live for this morning and Richard officials are looking to make several changes, including new security measures. Yeah, Ellen Weaver says this is vitally important for everyone in the school system and most importantly for the success of their students. Now, as we look at video, we can tell you that that superintendent, state superintendent, Ellen Weaver, went to the Board of Education asking for millions of dollars to raise teacher pay and boost school safety. That was presented to the Board of Education's budget priorities for the 2024 school year, breaking it down into four main categories, student success, teacher support, workforce readiness, and and safe schools. One of the highlights is a proposal to raise starting teacher pay by $2,500, aligning it with the governor's goal of reaching a starting pay of $50,000 by 2026. Another large request is $20 million for school safety upgrades like new door locks and bulletproof windows. Weaver says it's important to focus on student success, teacher support, and workforce readiness. We have a lot of hard work to do, but we have hope to propel us to get there. We know that a highly paid, effective teacher is the secret sauce of student success. Yeah, and as far as the budget, that final budget will be approved sometime in June. Of course, the hope is to get these teacher salaries increases in that budget. Turning to more of today's top stories in your morning rush. Happening today, a former Statesville police officer will face a judge after being accused of raping a child. 22-year-old Stephen Gordon was arrested Monday and charged with statutory rape. Statesville police say he worked at the department up until November of last year. He resigned a week after internal affairs first started. State officials say they have an alarming number of openings at prisons across North Carolina. According to WRAL, 39% of the state's correctional officer positions are currently vacant. Officials say these shortages have been an issue since COVID began and they have not bounced back. Just last year, prison staff racked up 1.6 million hours of overtime to help keep operations going. I'm Bree Jackson in Washington. After a marathon meeting that began yesterday morning, the House Committee on Homeland Security voted to advance articles of impeachment against DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. The next step is a vote by the full House, and Speaker Johnson has said that will come soon. Republicans accused Mayorkas of not enforcing federal immigration laws. Specifically, the articles accused him of breach of public trust and willful and systematic refusal to comply with the law. Good morning, I'm Destiny Richards. Lake Norman has a growing algae problem, and the Cornelius community is working against the clock to find a way to get rid of it. According to a Duke Energy scientist, the bacteria was found in a small part of the lake, but has spread rapidly in the last two years. While a long-term solution from the state could take too much time, four counties are being asked to help fund a $60,000 treatment plan. Happening today, North Carolina state leaders expected to discuss how to cut down on suspensions in the classroom. State leaders will talk about alternatives to disciplining students and make plans to eliminate learning gaps by 2027. It's all part of a meeting set to start this morning at 10. And that is it for your morning rush. Time now to connect the dots. When we make the news, Makes sense. Today, the Discovery Place Nature Museum will close its doors to welcome in a new generation of learning with plans years in the making. 
The first nature museum in the Southeast is getting a facelift. Let's connect the dots. Discovery Place Nature first opened its doors next to Freedom Park more than 70 years ago, and now leaders are getting ready for a reimagined museum. When the new site opens, it will include a new otter habitat, learning lab, and a massive animal collection of local species, all with the hopes of teaching kids about the North Carolina ecosystem. Designers say the new museum will bring benefits to Freedom Park, too. It'll include public gardens and community spaces available for everyone, not just those paying museum admission. And that is Connecting the Dots. Listen up, though. If you want to visit the old museum before it closes, there is free admission through the rest of today. You do have to get your ticket online. Now to today's checklist. Here are three stories worth knowing about today. One, developing overnight in northwest Charlotte. One person is fighting for their life after a shooting. Medic telling us one person was transported from Brooktree Drive. CPD hasn't said what exactly happened or if there are any suspects yet in that shooting. Number two, this morning, Charlotte Fire investigators say a, quote, electrical event sparked a fire Saturday at an apartment complex in South Charlotte. Fortunately, no one was heard. The Red Cross is helping several families who are without a home. Officials say there is around $11,000 worth of damage. And number three, UPS is cutting 12,000 jobs. The company says the cuts are because of softer demand and higher costs. The delivery giant says cutting 2% of its workforce will save it roughly $1 billion. The news comes six months after the company agreed to a new contract with the Teamsters Union. Here's what's happening across the Carolinas. A 21-year-old college student has died after a boating accident on Lake Murray. The crash happened during a practice round of a Bassmaster fishing tournament last week. His teammate and the others injured in the boat were released from the hospital. The federal government is investigating South Carolina's Richland County Jail. And so far this month, seven jail employees have been arrested. Officials say the arrests come as part of a crackdown on drugs and other illegal materials in the jail. Leaders in Raleigh questioning how North Carolina handles auto insurance in the state. North Carolina is one of two states that allows insurance companies to dump high-risk drivers. Right now, drivers across the state pay a surcharge to keep that program going. But leaders want to see if they can cut the program and save folks money. And that's what's happening across the Carolinas. Well, during this time of year, colder days, less daylight, days lacking sun can make you feel under the weather. It's known as seasonal affective disorder. And Chris Mulcahy raises our weather IQ on why this happens. Does this winter have you feeling down, unmotivated, lacking focus, affecting your sleep or eating patterns? If you answered yes to any of these this time of year, you may have SAD or seasonal affective disorder. Let's raise that weather IQ. Over 10 million people in the U.S. have been clinically diagnosed with SAD, but many of you may have it and not even realize it. Seasonal affective disorder begins when the weather gets colder, later in the fall and through the winter. The biggest culprit? Less daylight. Charlotte, for instance, averages less than 11 hours of daylight from late October until mid-February, and less than 10 hours of daylight from after Thanksgiving to the first couple of weeks of January. The reason? SAD is linked to low vitamin D levels. Our bodies naturally produce vitamin D when exposed to sunlight. During the winter, colder and cloudier days limit our time in the sun, messing with our circadian rhythm. This disrupts our serotonin and melatonin production, impacting our mood and sleep. So how do we turn that frown upside down? 
It starts with food. Emotional eating is common during the winter because we crave those carbs that give us that boost of dopamine. But healthy foods naturally boost your mood during the colder months and that will combat seasonal affective disorder. Eat vitamin D rich foods. These include things like salmon, eggs, mushrooms, fortified cereal, and bread. Exercise is also a natural antidepressant. When you look out the window and see the sun is shining, get outside. Even 15 minutes of sunshine a couple of times a week can improve your mood. Wishing you the happiest end of winter possible. I'm meteorologist Chris Mulcahy. And another thing it's is true. there's light therapy as well. You can get those lamps next yeah. to your bed yeah. or in your office as well. But especially here in the Carolinas, it doesn't get vastly <laughs> cold. So whenever we have those sunny days, just being outside, yeah. sitting in your front porch, going on a walk makes all the difference. Thanks for listening. You can find all these stories and more at WCNC.com. Join the WCNC Charlotte team weekday mornings from 430 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.